Hello and welcome to episode 65 of The Gamer's Advocate. I'm one of your hosts, Adam Bankhurst, and I don't really see Jack or Bill anywhere and I'm a little scared, but I'm in this new weird place called Los Angeles. Is that how you pronounce it, guys? Something oh, like that? I don't know, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but I got some weird new faces with me. To my left, I got Jason Flagel. I have Aton and Shane with me. How's it going, guys? How you doing? That's good. <laughs> This is my first time on the show, Adam. I can't believe it. I know. I, I tried to hold off as long as I can, but 65 seems to be when you finally <laughs> broke me down. Oh, my That's God. That's awesome. But, yeah, I'm, I'm in Los Angeles right now. We have a little trip out to L.A. and San Francisco. Jason and I are doing some stuff for one of our other shows, Grow Like a Pro, and um, we have all kinds of fun stuff going mm-hmm. on out here. But we didn't want to miss a show of the Gamer's Advocate, so we decided to do it, and Aton was nice enough to host us. So, you know, before we start, I'd like to maybe just go around and introduce yourselves a little bit. So, Jason, what's going on? For sure. Yeah, so this is Jason Flagel, the voice of thunder, as my, uh, well, growing up, my sister and I would always pretend to be like hosts of, of like a radio show, so I was the voice of thunder. I like oh she, she was the voice of lightning. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, um, yeah, so Jason Flagel here, like Adam said, here in uh, L.A., and then we're going to San Francisco on Saturday, but, you know, doing some business development, interviewing some awesome people for, you know, the, well, like we're doing now, Gamers Advocate and also the Grow Like a Pro Show. So, so excited, and yeah, it's great. Hey, Tom. Hi, I'm Aton Nushi, and uh, unfortunately, I don't have a cool nickname like Thunder. <laughs> <laughs> but you have a cool baby that you're holding right I now. I do have a cool baby. We have a, uh, it's what the I'm told to be the first baby on the Gamers Advocate. First ever. It's pretty pretty right glorious. Now, he's now seven months old. He's adorable. Great. Yeah. He's just playing along, so if you guys hear him in the background, please enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> Shane, how about you, man? Uh, so I'm Shane Kondasami. Uh Long time gamer. Nice. Uh, had to put that in there. I don't have my own baby, so <laughs> I, I can't say that. Uh, but yeah, just moved out to Los Angeles, so it's good to be out here. Oh, nice. Yeah, How long have you been out here for? Uh, it's three weeks now. Three so, weeks. Yeah. Sweet. Where did um, you come from? Um, North Carolina, fr- originally from Philadelphia. Gotcha, gotcha. So lived in Charlotte, now out here in Los Angeles. Nice, nice. Sweet. Well, I welcome everybody to the show. And, you know, before we start, I do want to remind everyone, if you want to be a part of the show, you can send an email to podcast at thegamersadvocate.com. Once again, that's podcast at thegamersadvocate.com. And I do want to remind everyone, so we, Jason and I are in Los Angeles right now, but we're flying to San Francisco on Saturday. And on Sunday, we will be at the Kind of Funny World Tour, which they have, it's their San Francisco date. It's a huge meetup for a lot of the Kind of Funny guys, because on Monday, I'll be a guest host with Greg Miller on the show for for kind of funny games daily and i think it's at 11 a.m pacific time so be sure to watch that and see me hopefully not make a fool of myself too much but <laughs> should be should be a pretty fun experience so wait adam is it it's not funny it's, it's kind of funny kind yeah it's not like it's not funny. fully funny it's just kind of funny <laughs> i wonder how many times they've gotten that it's probably ridiculous <laughs> oh man but um yeah so that's that's kind of that's kind of what's been going on in the gamers advocate world but uh, we always like to kind of start the show off with basically what you're playing so what kind of stuff have, have you guys been playing lately? Anything exciting? Most recently, I've gotten into uh, that new Spider-Man game for PlayStation 4, which has been uh, very addictive, oh, to yeah. say the least. Did you beat it yet or anything? I have not. I think mm-hmm. I'm somewhere around 67% with only maybe five days of playing it. Wow. Hardcore playing most <laughs> to the point of addiction, but uh, hopefully... I mean, I think I'm already over that, so that's good. Yeah, <laughs> just kind of want to eventually see the game beat. But uh, it's just—it's just so much fun to just swing around that city. That's basically like those games are just 
you could like not do anything for hours and still have more fun than most games. There's yeah. so really much true. detail to it, and it's just it really is. It's incredible. Yeah, I remember playing. Um, I think Adam and I were talking about it. Spider-Man Two was like my favorite Spider-Man free roam game. Oh yeah, for yeah. sure. That's always kind of been the gold standard yeah. until this one came out. I I think I've I've only played it once actually. We talked about it one day, Adam. Um, but I I really am looking forward to play it more just because the whole open world theme. Like I I honestly don't care too much about the story. <laughs> uh, I hear it's actually pretty good though. Open, well, yeah. I mean, I've watched the YouTube videos about it, but the whole um, open world thing is kind of like my jam. I like the GTA Five and yeah. the um, Red Dead games. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have Playing you played Red Dead Two yet? Uh, no, actually, I have not. Has anybody here <laughs> yeah, played Red Dead 2 yeah, yet? That game's, uh, that world that they built just to free run is amazing. Like, just being in the mountains, snow, and everything else, it's just like the game is beautifully put together. I yeah. Think. Uh, and it's just fun to run around and shoot things. I know, that, like, that world is, is yeah. insane. From what I've seen, because like my wife and I, are, we were obsessed with Red Dead 1. And uh, <laughs> the uh, like videos that I've been watching about the gameplay of Red Dead 2 is like so in-depth. Like what you pick up stuff and you get yes, put, put yeah. in your kit. And then, and it was really yeah, strange. To, I mean, it's it's same things that follow the first game in the sense of like, you know, you can go get horses and train them and uh but yeah it's a lot of picking stuff up and it's a very slow uh, paced yeah. game i mean it, it, they really want you to live the life as exactly. it were back in the day i mean that's it's, crazy it's it's super authentic and you know unfortunately i like i've only played like three or four hours of it it's like i'm very ashamed because right. <laughs> like it's one of those games where i think it's best played when you kind of can sink like hours into it right. like just get into yeah. the groove play it for a whole lot of time and I'd, life has been nuts <laughs> i take back what i said earlier because the red dead story like i love like the that story for red dead one one is oh, when I, so what good. I really got into. Yeah, definitely. So I, I hear the story. I read, this one's really good. Statement. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I find as uh, as I've gotten older, it, it, some of those more in depth storylines that play through a little bit slower does get a little bit more hard. Like you said, yeah. life gets kind of busy, and you end as up you can getting tell caught the baby. more in some of these like the games like Spider Man, where it's yeah. not really a big deal what's going on. You can have fun whether you're turning it on for the first time or you've unlocked all the different you know yeah. gadgets and. Uh, outfits and suits and all that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Which yeah. it seems like the outfits and things that you can buy in, in terms of like additions have become super popular. I don't know if that's like because of Fortnite or. I mean, or it's what. a big thing. I mean, cosmetic, you know, DLC as it's called has been a big thing for a long time. But Fortnite, obviously, with its insane popularity, that's basically it's a free to play game, but yeah. they make all their money on costumes and emotes and skins and all that kind of stuff. So that's crazy. Yeah. How much, like, how much money are we talking? Like, billions of dollars that's ridiculous I mean, it's, it's I mean, fortnite is made is like the biggest game in the world i mean billion dollar valuation for epic games even higher and it's it's mostly because of a free-to-play game that people wow. just spend money after the fact that is crazy and it's not even like it affects the game no. play itself yeah. it's yeah. just it just looks you cool. see yeah you know, they have some very cool skins screen, you know? oh, by the time i'm seeing your guy i'm shooting him dude i was I'm able to, i was able to buy the cleveland browns on 
on Fortnite. I mean, come on. That's I pretty did. cool. I, I, I'll be honest. I was upset that I missed that. I got the email that said I uh, you know, needed to get it by midnight the night before. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was... So I didn't get that download, but I did see that. It was pretty cool. I mean, it's just it's cool when a game gets that big and is able to kind of leverage a lot of these other things. It's just it's cool to see. Big enough but small enough that you just the Cleveland Browns. Yeah. You can do it other teams too? They, uh, oh, okay. There was like one weekend. I wonder if it was even an NFL uh if they work together, yeah, on they it. did. They partnered. It's, it was basically you buy the skin and you can be any of the any oh, of the teams, okay. and then you Whatever can do any number right, or all right. that kind of stuff. Yeah, interesting. I think they might have even had some NFL players on that weekend that they were like, you know, you could end up in a game with them. Well, apparently Patrick yeah. Mahomes is pretty pretty good at, at Fortnite, and I think Baker Mayfield played a few times and did some other stuff. So yeah, it's there's. I mean, Fortnite's taken over the world basically, but it's uh, it's interesting. Have you guys tried Apex Legends yet? No, no, I haven't tried it yet. Because it's it's free to play, too. It's like Fortnite, but it it feels a lot more like Call of Duty. Like, it's a first-person shooter. Do you you guys ever play Titanfall, those games? Yeah. I did, like, once or twice. Yeah, Titanfall. I love Titanfall, the first one. I played so much of that. Because it had the Call of Duty feel, but you were able to grapple and wall run and call down these massive Titans and stuff. And Apex Legends came out by the same studio. Except it's it's interesting because it, it has no titans in it and there's no parkour, which was a big part of Titanfall. But they just reached 25 million players in one week. Damn. I mean, it's insane. What what was like the why why did that happen? Well, what was the well, biggest push for that? Because I mean, it's it's a battle royale game, and those are like the biggest you know buzzword thing right now with Fortnite and PUBG and Blackout and Call of Duty, and it's a just a very high highly polished triple A game, and people like Titanfall and all that kind of stuff, and it just kind of took off, and people love it because there's there's more hero classes where each character has their own abilities, and it's just that gunplay feels really good, and it's got like a little nice twist on the battle royale game, and it's. Hmm. It's it's pretty crazy. I mean, the game is. I mean, I, I've played it. It's pretty fun, but it's it's just insane how how these games just. I mean, nobody knew about it two weeks ago. Now it's like the biggest thing in the world. <laughs> it's like crazy. That is crazy. Wow, that's so fast. Quick turnaround. What what is going on with um, PewDiePie and Fortnite? How, do you know, Adam? I'm not sure what. Because yeah. I, I keep seeing on like Reddit and Twitter that um, he like did he started streaming on Twitch or something and like was getting so many subscribers. Oh, I, I don't know. I was curious yeah. if you had I seen heard of, I haven't heard of the PewDiePie one, but I know there's. He ended up getting like millions of subscribers within like a few days yeah, or something. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> oh. Yeah, he can push a lot of uh, attention. Oh yeah, seriously, yeah, it's. Uh, <laughs> It's crazy when one of these big guys come on, it like changes the whole landscape of everything. It's, it's yep. nuts. I recently actually saw an article about uh, somebody predicting that Fortnite was kind of going to go by the wayside, that they're not doing enough uh, new development where you know, they kind of change the rules a little bit, but there's no new mechanics to the game. Uh, and because of that, they're going to end up kind of falling by the wayside as uh, you know, some of these bigger games like Call of Duty now, they put out yeah. their Battle Royale. But they have you played making. that one at all? I've played it a little bit. Personally, I enjoy the building in Fortnite that does that is not there in the Call of Duty. Yeah. Um, but there's definitely more mechanics to the game that they're developing in Call of Duty as opposed to in games like Fortnite. Uh, is has anything come out about you know when they're looking at? releasing the next step i know that the well, even the fortnite you mean yeah well fortnite. i mean they release stuff all the time like they have their seasons and every season is different like this time was like the the winter theme and you know the map changed and got all snowy and they had different weapons and do all that kind of stuff so but the mechanics of the game doesn't change 
Well, I mean, they had new weapons and items. I mean, they added like a thing where you can redeploy your parachute from jumping up like a certain height. And, you know, they, ch- they take guns out, they put guns in, they had special events and do stuff. So, I mean, it's still it's still going going strong. But it's, I mean, it, it obviously respawn with Apex Legends shown it's, it's it's not too big to take down or whatever. I mean, it's I don't think it's going anywhere anywhere, but it's it's uh, it's crazy. I don't know. I mean, it's it's hard to see them beating what they did last year, but you never know because it's it's just massive. It's like you've never seen anything like this. I know that they have they've they have the second mode, which is still I think they say in kind of beta phase. Well, the actually the Fortnite the battle royale mode is still in beta phase. They call it, which is just hilarious because they're in their seventh season of gameplay and they are still saying it's early access. And so stuff. that's what I was kind of wondering. Every time I turn it on, it says early access. Yeah. When's the no word. When's the PVE? Yeah. Well, the because the PVE you can buy it now. It's 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 like right. a that's like what the original mode that the game was supposed to be, but. It's I think it's fifteen bucks or twenty bucks and they have sales all the time and stuff like that. But once the game launches officially, supposedly, then it'll be free. But it's just it's funny to see it's still in early access after it's made all this money and has basically taken over the world. It's like mm. keeping your uh, grand opening sign on your store. Yeah, after exactly. Twenty years yeah. of business. Yeah, that's exactly what it's like. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, it's it's really funny how how stuff like that works. But I know we, we saw when we walked in, you guys were playing zombies. Is that that was Black Ops Four, right? That was yeah. Black Ops Four. So is yeah. that still kind of your main your main mode and stuff I like think, that? I think yeah, I've been playing zombies, kind of one of the main ones. Uh, I had uh, World World of War Two, which was actually the first one that I enjoyed uh who's the guys who make that it's uh sledgehammer and yeah. sledgehammer Treyarch, makes i know makes right so Treyarch makes black yeah. ops so the sledgehammer games in general i wasn't enjoying but the world war ii i did you yeah know, that was, yeah that was a good one that was good uh, but i've been a long time player of uh zombies i got into it with a bunch of my friends in college yeah. and this was that. actually the first year I did not buy a Call of Duty game wow. since I think Modern Warfare, or no, I think since Call of Duty Three, like back back when it was on Xbox. Because I don't know the no campaign part. I was just like, uh, I don't know, because I usually like playing them for those kind of story modes and stuff like that. But it's this for whatever reason this year, I just I just didn't feel the need to buy it for the what first. Did, time. What did you think of Modern Warfare? I loved it. I mean, those games were amazing. Yeah, I did not like it. Oh actually. really? Yeah, yeah. I, thought, I, mean, I thought they like. I mean, that, those games like revolutionized the multiplayer suite and the the cinematic, you know, yeah. blockbuster experiences and stuff. I mean, those games. Uh, were Black crazy. Ops Two, I think, was my favorite Call of Duty. Oh yeah, game that's ever. a great one. Yeah. Black Ops Two was a good one. Yeah. I didn't even notice that the campaign was missing until like I read an article about it. Because I'll be honest, I don't usually play the campaign. Yeah. Like, I get the game for the zombies. And so it was kind of interesting seeing yeah. that where it was like, okay, you know, they, they hit it right for me. Yep. I didn't care about it before. And but essentially, so Infinity War, they announced, is, is developing the next Call of Duty for whatever it's going to be called this year. They're the ones who do Modern Warfare and Infinite Warfare and stuff. And they say there will be a campaign. So this isn't like a, hmm. it wasn't like a new initiative for the whole Call of Duty franchise. It looks like we're still getting a campaign. But I think the most interesting thing for this year's Call of Duty is, is Blackout going to be the Call of Duty Battle Royale for every studio or are they going to have their own separate ones because mm-hmm. it'd be weird because like do you really want to split your player base like that or right. I mean the whole thing is 100 players but if I mean obviously Call of Duty is huge so I'm sure it'll have enough players but it'll be interesting because they have like three main studios who are developing Call of Duties at any given time so I mean can Call of Duty support three separate Battle Royale games I don't know you know it's interesting uh, Fortnite I think was one of the first games to do it where they started some cross platform gaming yeah it was one of the ones like the biggest pushes for sure and i'm interested to see if uh call of duty goes that way because like you said you all you know 
are you really going to split your fan base amongst three different you know developers well what if you're able to kind of bring all your fan base back together by yeah. not dividing up the different platforms yeah definitely mm-hmm. it yeah. definitely could be, be interesting a good move yeah so Shane, what else have you been playing? Anything? Anything uh, else? Well, I, I just actually got the Kingdom Hearts three. Oh yeah, uh, so good. And so. that's pretty much when I'm not at work. That's taking all of my time. <laughs> Are you a big Kingdom uh, Hearts fan? Yeah, yeah I, I mean, it's been what, almost six hundred years. I think, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, so, some ridiculous. Uh, you know. Uh, that game is just I like I I, ha, I can't remember the last time I just smiled so much while playing yeah. a game. I mean it's just like the Disney magic yeah. and and I and I will say Aton Remy is in the game from Ratatouille, so you should play yeah. it because <laughs> Remy true. is also putting his hand in your mouth, but he's yeah. <laughs> he's also in the game. It's it's I don't know. It's just it looks so good. I mean it really does start. It looks like a Pixar film in action or something. I mean it's it's I mean, it's super fun. There's there are times in the game though that like some of these. Uh, like movies in between levels are are long and you're sitting there like okay it's time to play now. yeah right you know, like, <laughs> like i understand i'm watching you know a disney pixar movie right. i understand that but there's that's i still want to play you know of course. yeah uh yeah. that's the only uh, caveat i feel like uh but yeah most of them are all less than two minutes or something right so right it's not that bad yeah it's definitely that game is story heavy with the, <laughs> yeah. its craziness but it's uh, i'm loving it so far it's so much fun i'm Said I'm not going to get to play it for like a week and a half because Jason made me come out here like a fool. It's <laughs> not me. <laughs> yeah, we mutually decided. I know. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I've been uh, I've been playing a lot of things just on the Switch because you know when you travel, the Switch is like your best friend in the entire world. I was just going to say, talk about having to leave your games behind. The Switch is a perfect. It's the greatest uh, thing ever. Yeah. I wish Kingdom Hearts was on it, but that's another story. But um, <laughs> I, I've been playing so the. Uh, Yesterday, you know, the biggest news out of the world this week, gaming world, is the Nintendo Direct that happened yesterday. And they announced a whole bunch of stuff like, I don't know, Link's Awakening. If I don't know if you guys ever played that game on the, it was the original Game Boy, I think, 1993. It came out and they're basically reimagining like they did with A Link Between Worlds, which was like A Link to the Past. They kind of remade. So that's coming out on the Switch later this year. It's a top-down 2D Zelda game. And it's, uh, that's one of the some people's favorite Zelda game and favorite game of all time. I mean, it's it's highly regarded. Have oh, you guys no. played it? I know. Yeah, I know what you're talking. On Twitter this morning, I was seeing some of the screenshots oh, where yeah. they were comparing, comparing the, the, yeah, player, the yeah. original to the newer, um, the newest version that they yeah, released. It's, it's so. pretty awesome. And that game is. I actually did play the original. Um, I think my, 1993. Unbelievable. I think my oldest five, sister had like the original Game Boy, and then I think had the game. So yeah, gotcha. crazy. <laughs> yeah, that game. That game's super good. But you know they they announced that, and they also announced um, Super Mario Maker Two is coming out, which was amazing on the Wii U and came out in the 3DS too. Um, but I've been playing the, the newest battle royale game is Tetris 99. <laughs> Which is, I thought you were going to go ahead and say yeah. Super Smash. I know, Brothers. right? I, this was like nobody saw this coming. So, if, so wow. if you're a part of the Nintendo Switch Online service, available right now is what's called Tetris 99, and it's literally Tetris Battle Royale. So you're facing off against 99 other players, and you have to try to be the last one surviving by playing Tetris. As stupid as that sounds, I kind of want to it's play. Yeah. 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 No, literally, it. literally, it is amazing. I mean, it's so. I actually, I, I, you know, posted a tweet about this earlier. It's like one of the most beautifully kind of simplistic packages. Like literally, you start up the game. There's no tutorial. There's just like play, 
stats and options and there's like that's all it's 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 that's it and you get into the game and it just works and it's got the classic tetris music and it you know i've i had i've had no network connectivity issues and we're at a hotel so that says a lot about what it is and i got to second place and i was like one of the most intense moments of my life i was like oh my god and then it ended and i was like did i win and i was like no i was so close but no it is i i was shocked i mean it's so good and it's 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 really I mean and there's a lot of depth to it because so there's basic Tetris but then there's different levels where you have to try and knock out other players so sure. once you get like multiple rows if you get like four rows you throw garbage at other players and yeah. players can attack you and you have to defend yourself and you know stop people from sending garbage your way to get more lines and stuff so there's a lot of depth to it but it is it's so fun so if you have a switch you got to download it it's it's amazing that sounds like a must. Yeah, it's bringing me back to high school days, sitting in the back of the classroom. <laughs> I know, we really. Sitting on the yeah. same computer, yep. and that four rows uh-huh. throws garbage on the other person. <laughs> yep. yeah. No, but it's 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 so good, and because it was funny, because you know my biggest, what I was hoping for the Nintendo Direct was that Final Fantasy VII was going to be released on the Switch that day, because they announced it, I think, early or late last year. But it's actually coming out on March 26th, I think it is. So we have to wait a little bit. But they did release Final Fantasy IX on the Switch which is an, another one of my favorite games of all time. And it's uh, I, so I was playing that a lot, but I just keep going back to Tetris, man. It's like, yeah. <laughs> I'm what's addicted. The, uh, like, what's the main reasons why you like Final Fantasy? Because I, I remember playing like one or two of the games or tried playing it, and I just didn't get into it. So I just love, so Final Fantasy VII is probably my favorite game of all time. I mean, it's, it's just the world like i mean you play you can play these games for literally over 100 hours if you put everything into it and they're so built on story and characters and side quests and finding your path and growth i mean it's some of the stories are kind of ridiculous in certain things and i mean in final fantasy 7 you have to like dress up as a woman and infiltrate like this like strip club <laughs> all this stuff I mean, it's like, it gets it gets all kinds of crazy but there's i, I mean the, i know i did <laughs> it's not crazy. it's a real fun game, real fun game which is really funny cuz they're game. remaking the game so everyone's like how are they going to do this scene <laughs> so, like, it's like it's going to be kind of interesting cuz there's kind of like a sex dungeon a little bit it's a little weird but the, the thing about it's because like, like the, the characters are so like well put together and thought out and the music is just amazing i mean i listen to all like final fantasy music all the time and you know kingdom hearts has amazing music right. as well and that's a huge thing but they're just these huge epic stories that you get to be a part of and you know save the world and do all that stuff and the cool thing about final fantasy is like each game is kind of its own thing but it shares themes and you know some elements from other games but it's usually new characters new stories new worlds and stuff so it's always interesting to kind of delve in and kind of live in that world it's just they have such good world building and stuff so i mean that's that's mass effect is another one of my favorite games of all time and it kind of has a similar thing where the focus is on the characters and the story and that's just what i love in games and final fantasy used to give that lately i mean final fantasy 15 was fun like i enjoyed i enjoyed it but it it once i think 10 was kind of the last one where i was just I mean, eight, seven, eight, nine, and ten were like the renaissance for me for <laughs> PlayStation games. I mean, I love those games so much, and having them on the Switch is like a dream come true. That's awesome. I think I I got ten two, Final Fantasy ten two. I yeah. think, and I was like, this, uh, where are we going with these right <laughs> now? You know, like I was like, I enjoyed seven through ten, and then ten two was like, all right, yeah. I, mean, I think this is kind of yeah, where it was, I'm going to stop playing. It was an interesting thing. And then they went to 11, which was like an MMORPG. And then they went to 12, which was good. Like, it was it's a very good game, too. And then they had 13, and they released like 20 games, <laughs> Final yeah. Fantasy 13. And then 14 is one of the biggest games in the world now. It's another MMORPG that people still play today and are obsessed with. But 
yeah, it's uh, it's 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 interesting, but I don't know. I'm just so happy to have him back on the Switch. So that's kind of what I've been playing, wanting to play Final Fantasy IX, expecting to play Final Fantasy IX, but really just playing Tetris over and over, <laughs> over <laughs> trying to get that victory royale. <laughs> I think one of my favorite games from like PlayStation was um, it was like the um, Toy Story, oh, the so soldier, uh, the soldier people. Like the green the soldier. green soldiers. Or yeah, it was like <laughs> it a, had its a, own game. Or it had a Toy its, Story. Game? No, it was the its own game. It was like Toy Soldiers. Oh yeah, I think I'm pretty I remember. Sure it was I don't know if it was Toy Story. I think it was. I, I thought it was PlayStation or. I think it was like Little Green. Ma- I forget what it was. I don't know if it was Toy Story or not. It, it was like Sarge or something was like the main character. So, um, but I, it, it might have been Nintendo sixty four actually. I just know it was either PlayStation or Nintendo 64. That was like one of my favorite games, though. Um, and then the other favorite Nintendo 64 game was, uh, of course, Super Smash Brothers. That was like, oh, my brothers and I would like get in so many fights about trying to beat each other for that. <laughs> that <laughs> it was and, hilarious. That and uh, James Bond. Golden oh, Eye. yeah, Golden Eye. <laughs> But you know what? So that game just came out on Switch. And then the other one that just came out that was also real fun on uh, 64 was Mario Party. Oh, man. Mario Party. I only played Mario Party like three times, I think. A very Mario few Kart times. Was fun too. Mario Kart was good, but I just remember playing that original Mario Party. And everyone's just kind of slamming down on the controller. And trying to like <laughs> yeah. wind up, do the getting marks thing. in your hand and you know, all that kind of stuff. It, I think it's just really cool how you can have, you know, it's bringing it back to this interactive you're playing four players everyone's hanging out together and it's not just everyone staring at the screen doing one thing you know there's these mini games you get to play you get to see who wins and then it's not just one person is always the best it kind of has all these different ones yeah kind of always have a chance to kind of get back at somebody who just <laughs> kicked your ass oh yeah I mean, that's why smash is just the best thing if, have you played you have you played ultimate Do you so have? i got i got the new smash brothers and that have was you guys played one it where all? i was you know I playing pretty, played pretty religiously for a while yeah. and i kind of slowed down again that game was but so good. i'll tell you something uh i recently found was uh a company called uh, i believe it's eight bit do oh yeah and Eight-bit they Do. 8-bit dough and they have these uh old uh snes controllers that have been modded they have the sticks they vibrate they have you know two bumpers on the back on each side and it's really cool and then it ends up being hard to play with friends when i have the you know quote unquote good controller <laughs> like you know sitting with the little joy con trying to figure out how to he, hide, he hides it he hides it until we start playing and then brings it out so that's no one smart. knows that he has it wow Secret weapon. Yeah, (laughs) I think that's a great product, and I think it's awesome. It works with the Switch, play uh, PC, Mac. It's uh, kind of interesting. And it's cool because actually one of the um, one of the things I was hoping out of the Nintendo Direct was for them to finally announce that Super Nintendo games were coming to the Switch because they released NES games, but still no word on Super Nintendo games. And when they release the NES games, they release like a wireless NES controller. So I'm hoping once they do the Super Nintendo ones, they'll have like the official wireless Super Nintendo controller, which would be awesome because that's pretty sweet. But it's cool that it's like analog st- sticks and stuff so you can still play a lot of the games because the NES controller works with any game, but it doesn't have as many inputs, so you can't really like play Smash a lot with it or things like that. So it's hmm. it's interesting. That's what's also. I mean, this controller allows you to play games like Zelda as well. And yeah, for it sure. Gives you that you know regular that regular feeling that you're used to nowadays with like PlayStation or the Xbox. Yeah. So I really enjoy that. And, uh, 
So also it's just got a nicer feel. The original controllers, they were smaller. They weren't trying to ergonomically fit in your hand. And <laughs> yeah. So you guys, you can kind of hold it however you want. And if you have to mash the buttons in a certain way, yeah. when you could, you know, flip it and kind of mash the buttons, it was nice. Do those things work with uh, phones too, or is it just Switch? I believe it does. It's Bluetooth. Oh, okay, cool. So I believe That's that it awesome. does also work with You never have phone. any connectivity issues or anything weird with it? I have not. Uh, some of the reviews that I was reading was sometimes the sticks will kind of get stuck and then your character will still be turning and you're not trying to <laughs> yeah which could cause problems but i mean that's kind of with any controller anytime mm -hmm. you have those analog sticks you have that uh, i did also though hear that they were having issues with the actual joy cons where there would be like phantom buttons yeah or like that. they would be disconnected or certain things happen yeah, yeah. i actually do have a, a good story to tell about joy cons so my brother jordan he is um he his switch somehow fell into the toilet <laughs> One of those. An accident. Yeah. So, you know. They have internet browsers on the Switch? <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. Can you explain? Yeah. Um, so, I, so, you know, he called me. He's like, oh, crap, Adam. It, it doesn't work. But it still worked. It just, like, he would hook his Joy-Cons up to the Switch, and they just wouldn't connect, even if it was, like, in handheld mode, which is crazy. Right. So he, you know, we called, he was like, I need to go buy a Switch. I'm like, but that's like 300 bucks. And there's rumors of a new Switch is going to be released soon. Like, not a new one, but like a, you know how they make uh, a little more powerful one. model or a more portable one, sure. such and such. Probably and stuff more like memory. That. Yeah, things like that. So I was like, I don't think you should just go out and spend $300. Let's see if we can fix it. So I was like, maybe it'll be 100, 200 bucks to fix that. I don't know what Nintendo's like. So they said it was $99 to fix the Switch. And I told them it was like water damage and they're like, well, because of the type of, you know, problem that you're having, we're just going to charge you $30. I was like, uh, what? Okay. <laughs> I thought they were going to be like 150 or 200 uh, yeah. or something crazy, but they're like, yeah, it was 30 bucks. So send it in. We'll do expedited shipping. He got it back in like four or five days, completely fixed. Apple, crazy. Wow. The second they hear crazy. water damage, yeah, they're, they're like, like, you're no, screwed. Because <laughs> he was out of warranty too. Yeah, so wow. like it wasn't even under warranty. It was just, they literally for 30 bucks, they just fixed his switch. I was like, oh, amazing. I mean, that, I've, it's, it it's almost crazy. sounds like it was just properly, they were like, well, it's going to be a real cheap, you know, thing yeah, for us. But so still, it's like, it's a price. Yeah, because with Apple and stuff, especially if you're, you know, your screen cracks or some weird happens, it's like, you're screwed. They charge you just to come and, you know, take a look and say that there's nothing that they can do. And what was nice too is he, so he lost his kickstand on the back and they replaced it. And he didn't lose any of his saves either. So it's like I don't I don't know what kind of magic they did right, over at Nintendo, right. but it, it, he said it's it's worked perfectly fine. So wow. it's, it was. You know, awesome. That was actually one of the surprising things when I got my Switch and I saw that kickstand in the back, how kind of flimsy it was. I didn't kind of yeah. I, I don't really use it. Like the angle doing. isn't the best. I mean, I get the thought process because you want to get everyone around it and playing it, but yeah, I, I don't really use it. But it was it was just funny that they fixed it and stuff like that because Jordan kept trying to steal mine. I'm like, stop it, fool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not for you. Yeah, but it's a. Uh, no, I just I love the Switch so much. Do you have a Switch? I don't. Oh, okay. I'm just playing. You know, fool. I, yeah. I originally Freaking bought mine fool. specifically just for Zelda. Oh, was, Breath of the Wild. And I'll be honest, I actually I never beat Ganon in the end. Oh, uh, dude. I everything else in the game is like 99 percent <laughs> like I did everything. I just haven't sat down to actually you know do that. It's pretty battle. epic. Yeah. No, that game is so good. Did you end up playing any of the downloadable content? Yeah, I've uh, I've done. I mean, besides collecting all the millions of Korok seeds, that's I've done pretty right. much everything else in that game. It's one of my favorite games of all time. Talk sure. about another one of those, just uh, you know, fully, you know, uh, what's the word? You can go through the entire world, you know, open world. Yeah. Open oh world yeah. Games. yeah. 
they did a fantastic job on that. So much mystery and wonder and what's around that corner and plotting your own map and doing stuff. That game is And actually, it was funny you brought up that scene about, you know, having to dress up as a woman to uh, go inside this strip club. You did have to do that. At one point, Link has to dress up as a woman to go into a woman's only uh, (laughs) Fortress in the desert and stuff like that. It's, it's, uh, that game is, that's, it's something special, man. One of my favorite Zelda games was Wind Waker. Oh yeah, that's I so good. Loved that that's game. I'm waiting for them to bring that to the Switch because they they brought they're bringing all these games around the Wii U over to the Switch because like no one bought the Wii U because so like the the Wii U I think last time they reported sales was at about 13.1 million units sold lifetime, and the wow. Switch has been out for about two years. It'll be two years in March, March eighth or third I think it is, and it's already sold over 32 million. So I mean it's. It's blown past what the Wii U's done. So there were all these really good games on the Wii U that like nobody really played. So they re-released Twilight Princess. They re-released Wind Waker. Twilight Twilight Princess didn't come off of the Wii U. That came off the original. Well, Wii. they re-released it. Yeah. So uh, Twilight Princess was on Wii. Wind Waker was on GameCube, and then they re-released them on the Wii U. But yeah, since it was such a small user base, so they're bringing over all these other games. I'm just waiting for all these Zelda ports because it's they're, those games. Yeah, the Wind Waker's so good. I love that game. The art mm-hmm. style. I, it's so funny though because. People, when that game was announced, were like freaking out about how, oh, this is horrible. Looks like a stupid kitty game, blah, blah, blah. Now it's one of like the most beloved yeah. games ever. Uh, yeah. People just love freaking out. It's so funny. <laughs> I liked the Wii as a console. I thought it was pretty good. But yeah. I, I really haven't gotten into the Switch too much. So I, The Switch, I would have to say, as it stands, is probably my favorite console of all time. That's awesome. I mean, I, I really have no... I mean, you know, it doesn't do all the crazy graphics of, you know, some of the new systems and, you know, some of the exclusives on other platforms are incredible. But the way that the Switch just works is just... It's mind-blowing. Yeah. I mean, literally, you just take it out the dock. You can play anywhere, play full-scale, like, first-party AAA games, and it just works. It's so good. I, like I have them. to agree with Adam on this. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's like It's, it's literally like magic. My favorite. And I don't even have too many games on it. But for that exact reason where you can hook it up, you can have it on the big screen, play it with everyone, or you're running out the house, you're going on a trip, you want to take your game with you, you can go yeah. ahead and play wherever. Like a full-scale game. I mean, and not only not... that, one of the biggest issues nowadays is pausing your game. You know, life is going on around. You can't yeah, sit for hours adult, on end. Yeah. That The Nintendo Switch, you can literally just turn it off. When you turn it back on, it opens up exactly yep. where you were. Suspend mode is that's great. Cool. Yeah, it's... You know? Well, see, I think that's one of the biggest things that, has um, allowed it to become so successful is because Nintendo recognized the on-demand nature of oh, our culture yeah, for now. Oh, sure, for sure. That they this wanted feeds to right provide, into it. Yeah, it feeds right into it. I mean, it's so important. And it was interesting because, you know, before the Switch, Nintendo always had, like, two consoles. They had their handheld, and then they had, like, the home console. So they had teams, like, developing, developing games for each one. So, like, they'd have a Mario team developing for the home console and a Mario team developing for the handheld console. Same for Zelda. But now everything is coming together for this one system. So it's just, it's it's just it's it's the you know the epitome of Nintendo and greatness, and I just I, I love it. I mean, it still has its issues, and there's certain things that it's like. I mean, the online is very bare bones, and certain things don't really work that well. But as far as playing the games, it just does it better than anybody. I just love it. So freaking good. What I've really been enjoying is seeing all the new games that are kind of the older games from other systems being ported over, such as Crash Bandicoot. Yeah, you guys right. were talking about some of your favorite games yeah. growing up, you know, on yeah. the, 
the original PlayStation, Crash Bandicoot was definitely up there for me. Definitely. And being able to get all three in one shot. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, they just released fantastic. the Spyro trilogy. That was like one of my favorites. Now, did that come Spyro out on yeah. Not on Switch yet, no. They haven't announced say, it. But I'm, I'm it will excited be for that because that was another yeah, one of those. I'm sh- I guarantee it'll probably be a fall game or something. It'll be on Switch or something, maybe summer. But yeah, it's because Crash came out. It's made by, they're both made by Activision now. So it, I think it's definitely going to be on its way. But yeah, those games are so good. But yeah, just the Switch is just so good for especially those, yeah, those old games where. Yeah, you're on just laying on bed or laying on a couch, and you just get to play and stuff. It's so good. Right. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a huge fan. But it's uh, so you, Jason, you had a you had a Wii, and then did you have any other systems after that, or was that kind of? Um, yeah, my parents were not happy with me, but I, <laughs> they would not buy me a gaming system, so I bought my own. I bought the uh, Nintendo 64 and nice. the PlayStation, and I was limited <laughs> to how, how much I could play it. <laughs> gotcha. Um, so I would like hide it and then I've got a TV that I'd like put in my closet. So <laughs> I love it. Um, I'm Hope trying to remember aren't listening. No, yeah. no, no, no. Hi, parents. No. <laughs> the, uh, like super smash brothers was one we played all the time. There was like this weird ostrich game for the PlayStation. It was, ostrich game? it was like an arcade, um, game but one of the games on the arcade disc was like an ostrich game and you had to like steal the ostrich eggs from <laughs> each other <laughs> it was like so crazy what? so we got so competitive that is. yeah i I, do, I have no idea what it, what it is i i can't Bring it couldn't back. tell you but the uh so playstation that was like one fun one the weird um green army men game um i remember playing the pokemon game the i think the pokemon game had like arcade uh, style games on it too. On N64, uh, is it was Pokemon it? Stadium? Yeah, Stadium. Yeah, I think it was, it, was, yeah. it was kind of a weird game. Yeah, it was really weird. That one. Yeah, I remember it being strange. So that's kind of like st- how starting out. Those were my like systems. I mean, we we had like the Game Boy Color. Um, I had the Game Boy Advance. Played the Nintendo DS. Um, I actually. Um, I don't know if it's called jailbreaking for the uh, Nintendo DS, but it wasn't Joust, was it? Yes. Yes, it <laughs> yeah, was. That's, that's, that's yeah. it. That's it. <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny. <laughs> that's exactly they are what it ostriches. Was. Yeah, you're right. Joust uh, is a good one. Whenever so we'd funny. go on like family you trips, arcade, I'm like, what is he that? talking about? I don't even. Know. Yeah, Joust was what it was, man. That's crazy. <laughs> Brings back so many memories. Um, but yeah, that's a bunch awesome. of friends, uh, you know, had Game Cubes too. Uh, but I, for the Nintendo DS, I actually bought like a. Um, in the cartridge slot, there is a micro SD card slot that you could put in there, and you basically could turn your DS into like a little browser. It's oh, like yeah. a little computer. I did that, and like, oh, so cool. Yeah. The, stuff, like, the stuff these guys do with like homebrewing their consoles, yes, called is crazy. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's like, I like the that. play, like you know, Sony PSP, which was like, I don't know if you know that, but the Vita, mm-hmm. it's like Sony's handheld, like. It was huge in Japan and in the markets, but not because so much that the system was great. It was because you can like turn it into an emulator and play Super Nintendo games or yeah. NES games or like yeah, do like browsing things. I mean, it's yeah. it's crazy. These people when you you know jailbreak a system or whatever. It, it, you see it's all crazy. sorts of videos nowadays. Ever since uh, I mean, even before I think they had released those original the NES and the SNES and even the PlayStation original. Oh, the uh, classic all consoles. That, things, people yeah. have been modding with. Uh, uh, Raspberry Pi and, yeah, right. and and Arduino and stuff like that, and they're yeah. putting even more than Nintendo's giving people. I mean, I think online you could probably go and you could find it for you know fifty bucks, probably even cheaper, and you have over six hundred and twenty games. Yep. And it's a little 
NES can uh, system. Right. I, I love Raspberry Pis and Arduinos. Uh, That's like I love doing like electronical hacking, but. Anyway, the cool thing is you could even put that inside. You know, they make the cases now. Yeah, it, it looks like, exactly so. Like, like, so one of the crazy. So I I do a lot of stuff with Extra Life, which is like you know big gaming charity where you know we raise money, play games, heal kids, blah blah, blah the whole thing. And one of the years, I don't think that's exactly a blah blah blah. So blah blah blah, yeah. blah yeah. save the world pretty, to do stuff. It's pretty awesome thing, thing that you guys are doing. There. <laughs> help so kids, blah blah blah. <laughs> help yeah. kids, blah, you know whatever stupid kids. Yeah, I love Extra Life. It's great. No, they they do some incredible work. But one year we like. We always are a part of the game de- or GDEX, which is a big game development conference at, at Ohio. And uh, one year we worked with this guy named Cat Daddy. It's like Cat Daddy Arcades. And he donated a cabinet, like an arcade cabinet with all of our Extra Life logos and everything on it. And it had a Raspberry Pi in it. It had like 500 games or something that we d- like auctioned off for charity and wow. stuff like that. I mean, it's so cool awesome. what you could do with yeah. that stuff. I mean, it's awesome. Probably had the ostrich game, Jason. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did a, I did the, um, the projects more for like creating my own VPN, like a oh, virtual nice, private nice. network. Yeah. So, yeah, it's uh, what are you browsing? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing I will admit to. Classified. <laughs> Have you ever dropped your switch in a toilet, Jason? If I had a switch, I might. <laughs> the better question is, did the Nintendo DS ever? Yeah, really. Right. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> so good so Shane what, what's the, what other games have you been playing just uh, Red Dead and Kingdom Hearts so, yeah, do you have PS4 or? so I have a PS4 and Xbox One nice uh, I started on the N64 too gotcha um, I've pretty much had almost every iteration of I, with the exception of I didn't have GameCube and I I don't have I didn't have the Wii or the Switch gotcha uh, but I had pretty much everything else and nice. it was like you're just getting the games that you're playing over and over. You know, Zelda. Yeah, right. You would just get <laughs> just the Zeldas to play, and you wouldn't need to play anything else. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, no. Just uh, I play a lot of sports games. Oh, nice. What's your uh, game of choice? Madden. Nice. Really. Uh, I want to uh, love Madden. I used to be obsessed with those games. Yeah. And I just like... I can't get into them anymore. They're just too similar. I don't know what it is. I like NFL Blitz. That's where it's. it's a, NFL I, Blitz I, was the, oh, was so a good, good one. I like NFL. Our NBA Street was the best. Oh, NBA, NBA Street, game, so good. There, God, yeah. I love those games. But yeah, like Madden. I always get in this weird cycle where, you know, I'm, I play the games and I'm like, okay, this is like it's good. I, I wish. I'm hoping for a little more because it's getting to the certain point where it looks so realistic that the little things that aren't realistic, you're like, oh, that just doesn't look quite right. So (laughs) you get so picky with it. But then I'm like, you know, I don't care. But then, you know, inevitably the football season gets closer and they announce new men. I'm like, oh, I can't wait. Let's go again. Let's go again. (laughs) I remember when when it first was released, uh, the PlayStation 2 had just come out. And Adam, I remember actually going with you to a Best Buy and we went in and we were just standing in front of that screen. Oh, my God. Mind blown. Oh my gosh! Look how real this looks. This is incredible. Like, game changing. In, like we looked at it now, we'd probably be like so what the real. Hell? And now you have the 4K game. Yeah, exactly. It's just like yeah. we also did the eight times with me when we got the Wii. Like you know, I mean, the oh, Wii yeah. was like the craziest thing to get, and we went like three in the morning. We went to Best Buy in Columbus, Ohio, and we were, got all the things. It was when crazy. Those, oh, the Wii came out at the exact same time as the PlayStation Three. Oh, dude, eight times had this racket, enough, man. He was like the talk my about parents a were man. not buying me. Any Systems either. <laughs> and I didn't whole just have cash flying around to go ahead and pick up my own and hide it with a TV in my closet. <laughs> so instead, what I started doing is I got 
buddy buddy with all the managers <laughs> of all the game stops. I was so impressed. This is really really cool. In Cleveland, and I'm literally getting phone calls every other day from them, letting me know if shipments are coming in, how many they're getting, <laughs> what time they would recommend me to be there if I want it. And I was going, you know, like in the middle of the night, I'd show up, stand in line, seven That's o'clock crazy. hits, I'd purchase my system, I'd, you know, rush back home and make it to school for eight o'clock. It was <laughs> pretty crazy, but I mean, I sold enough systems and I ended up having my own. It was actually the uh, the fat PlayStation Three, the original, the original one that came guys. out. Six hundred freaking dollars, and it was six hundred dollars. I still have mine. Came out. That's impressive. With like maybe 60 gig or I mean yeah, I don't remember it being small. huge it was, yeah, it was but it was like a huge system and it you know but uh, God, I, I got that. that and then also the uh, the Wii yeah, was also yeah. Wii. I, I was selling those surprisingly enough if you believe it people were paying $900 for a PlayStation 3 one guy even he calls me up he says do you have any of the extra games controllers I said what do you want <laughs> at that point the What's controllers the games those weren't hard to get it was just the system and he gave, he was like, I need four controllers, two games. I literally walked downstairs to the store in the mall, and <laughs> picked them up, and literally just kind of flipped them around to him. And I, but people back then were like, I need this. I have to get it for my child. They want it. Oh man. So yeah, but uh, <laughs> yeah, that was that was impressive work, sir. Before that, though, I did. I, I never had the PlayStation 2, but I had the PlayStation. My parents had gotten us that for Hanukkah one year. Yeah. And they also, they had the, all these rules we had to come up with, you know, sharing amongst the siblings. Sharing. You know, <laughs> Overrated. What, what our rules were going to be for the game. But the, the one game I remember, like, just loving and I would love to replay. It's nothing crazy, but Jet Moto 2. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Those like, are good classic games. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Jet Moto. Um, yeah, they haven't remade those or anything, I don't think. But uh, that's good uh, stuff. After the PlayStation and the Wii, I ended up with the uh, the PlayStation Four. Nice, that was the next one. Good choice. Never really purchased any Xboxes. Yeah, Xbox One. It's good. I mean, it's. I think next generation is going to be very interesting because Xbox is doing all the right stuff, and I'm hoping they ride that momentum into the next generation. Wait, it's, what? What are they doing? What's some of the right stuff? Yeah, Because right. <laughs> I want to know. Classified. Explain it. Explain it. I got an Xbox at it's home. What am, I, what am I looking forward to? So, well, so Xbox, so, you know, PlayStation is, they're the top dog. I mean, they've been on top. They're doing great stuff. They have all these exclusives, all these amazing things. Xbox's biggest problem has always been the exclusives. I mean, they've that Halo and Gears and a lot of these forts on big games, but, you know, it's hard to compete with God of War and Last of Us and all these games on PlayStation. But, what Xbox is doing since you know Phil Spencer took over in a few years ago as the head of Xbox is they really put this initiative of putting you know the community forward, really trying to become that welcoming welcoming community and, and allowing different people to play. Like they worked with Able Gamers, who are they, they're from a lot of the guys are living in Columbus, and they work with you know disabled gamers who can't some people don't have the ability to use their actual controller so they find ways so everybody can game and xbox released with the, their help this adaptive controller which is a whole big thing that they push it actually had a super bowl commercial on it i don't know if you guys I, saw I it saw which is like amazing yeah it's unbelievable all cool. these adapters so anybody can game i mean that's like their whole message they released xbox game pass which is basically if you spend i think it's man i think it's like a hundred dollars per year 9.99 per month or something like that you get access to a whole huge library. I mean, it's basically the Netflix of games. And every first-party Xbox game that launches is free on that service day and date with the release of the game. So, like, the next Halo, the next Gears, all these games are... If you have Xbox Game Pass, you get those games automatically, which is crazy. 
they started uh, i mean they purchased a lot of these a lot a lot of studios like playground games which does the forza series and maybe do working on a new fable game but they haven't really announced that yet they purchased obsidian which did fallout new vegas and were some of the guys who started the whole fallout franchise and they purchased a lot of new studios and are just having all these initiatives that are like really forward facing they you know partnered with Nintendo in a sense and had this whole message of crossplay with Minecraft and started a lot of that stuff. So there's a lot of things that they're doing that's really showing that they are caring about the players and the gamers and I think it's really working, but it just it's all going to depend on the games at the end of the day. I mean, they need to have a good lineup of games and stuff, but if they can ride that momentum and really come out strong next console generation, it's going to be it's going to be interesting because Sony's kind of playing that like top dog, we don't really need to play with anybody. Like they were really hesitant to crossplay for a while. And because they're like, we don't really care because we're the winner. So we don't need to like play with all these people, but it's starting to bite them a little bit. But I don't know. It'll be very interesting to see. Hmm. It also seems as though uh, Xbox is also making uh, more of an effort into doing more than just the video game where, where the system's also a media center, uh, where there's a, a lot of smart home. Yeah, well, that, that got them in a lot of trouble at house. first. That's like kind of got them in trouble at first when they announced the Xbox One because their whole message was like TV, TV, TV. There was like this. There's this video. You guys, if if you haven't seen it, it's hilarious. But they basically cut down the Xbox commercial to all they said was like TV, 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 Call of Duty, TV, 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 TV. And there's like literally ten minutes of just <laughs> of cutting to every time they <laughs> mentioned TV and TV. It's it's so funny, and it kind of bit them in the back because they had this whole vision of their console to be this home media console and all this stuff and it never really panned out and that's kind of got them in a lot of trouble but they're fixing a lot of those mistakes and, and doing a lot of good stuff cool so yeah it's uh, I, I'm very interested to see this next console generation which I think we'll probably hear about them this year but we pro- they probably will come out next year if I had to guess does that include anything about the potential PlayStation 5? Yeah, I think I think we'll see the PlayStation 5 and whatever the next Xbox is. I think we'll probably hear about them at some point this year, and then they'll probably release maybe holiday next year or something like that. Hmm. Maybe spring if we're lucky. But I've been thinking of getting the PS4 just for the Ghost of Tsushima game. Oh, yeah. That, that looks game so, looks so cool. good. Yeah, I'm so, so awesome. excited. There's no Have release guys, date for it yet. But I haven't checked it out. Yeah, it's like... What is it, 1800s maybe? Something, yeah, feudal Japan kind of thing takes place. And yeah. you know, this samurai warrior, your whole town was destroyed and you're going on a revenge quest. And it's well, it kind of open legit. world. And yeah, it's it's what Assassin's Creed should have done. Okay. <laughs> All right. okay. And, instead of ancient Egypt. I know, um, I've always I've always wanted Assassin's Creed to go to Japan. And yeah. finally, yeah, they're doing it. It's like, oh, it looks so good. It's, uh, it's I, Sucker Punch. You did the infamous games. I don't know if yeah. you guys ever okay. played those. Yeah, so, yeah. 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 Sure. So yeah, it's, uh, if it's you really look at the um, Assassin's Creed, whatever the newest game is for the ancient Egypt, whatever the Odyssey, Odyssey, yeah, Odyssey. Odyssey. Yeah. Uh, if you look in the comments, they're like, "We told you to do ancient Japan, and you go with ancient <laughs> Egypt." Like it's so funny. Like yeah, you look yeah. at all of them, yeah, it's, it's one hilarious. of the most requested. Sure. <laughs> weird. I felt when I was playing the Spider-Man game. The first game that popped in my head was Assassin's Creed. It very, very much felt like you know you're going through the world and you oh, yeah. have very much of the repetitive tasks right. of you know yeah. assassinating this guy, looking for that. Right, right. And it's also kind of that same parkour, jumping right. around, scaling buildings. Yeah. Assassin's Creed Two is my favorite Assassin's Creed yeah. game. There's really none that I think have come close to. Yeah, it. I love those. The Ezio trilogy, as mm. it's called, they're so yep. good. Yep. 
Yeah, Etsy is my favorite character. What do you guys think about some of the new stuff that's not coming out on actual on any of the major platforms, but uh, a lot of the VR stuff? I know here in Los Angeles, there's a bunch of different companies, like the Void thing, like Void, where they mm-hmm. do a fantastic. Dude, I did the Star Secrets Wars of the Empire one. thing. That was like one of the coolest things I've ever done. Yeah, that's the yeah. that's the only yeah. one I've done, and it's, I can't wait to go back. I mean, and it's see literally what else like it's is. not just VR. It's like you're in there. I mean, you walk through. You're actually walking through these corridors and right. these this whole base and you pick up guns like physical guns and you have to press buttons and dodge and go under things i mean it's it is crazy you like hold up your hand you're all right there you look over at your partners and they're there doing their whole thing i mean yeah. it's it's amazing it's awesome. one of the things that really amazed me and the other guys that were with us was uh you end up uh not to give away too much but you do end up on a on this like a hot lava planet and uh as you're getting off the shuttle that you've landed on the planet you can smell the like the burnt and the ashes yeah. and like they have some sort Crazy. of heater element that's above you that's kind of giving so you that cool. feeling and i'll tell you i thought it was so real my legs were <laughs> trembling i thought i was gonna fall off the platform as it was moving and uh when just when vader is kind of walking up on you you're like, kind of, you're like oh god oh god <laughs> i'm sorry buddy i didn't do it i swear yeah. it wasn't me yeah, yeah but i i mean vr is it's getting there i mean it's still it's still cumbersome i think that's the biggest problem is you need a very like good size room for i mean for playstation vr you still need a good size room but for like oculus rift and htc vive you need a good space you need cameras all around you and it's you need a very powerful computer so it's still not quite to that level but experiences like that and once you can get to the point where you're like actually in the games and doing that kind of stuff i mean it's you can't get that experience anywhere I mean, it's unbelievable that star wars experience isn't more than 30 minutes and you kind of walk in and there's only two people standing at the desk there and another yeah, third it's, person it's kind of walk people in and out but when you finish and everyone they're taking off all the gear all of a sudden you're kind of looking around and you start seeing that there's like you know 20 30 people back there and you're just <laughs> yeah. like really it does it takes, it takes a, lot a lot to keep these games running making but, uh, yeah, sure that everything's going for smoothly. sure i mean they're amazing but yeah it's a it's a lot of work but it's i mean one of my favorite gaming experiences was playing resident evil 7 in playstation vr I mean, it was one of the scariest things in my life. I mean, you're walking through this crazy house. I mean, and literally you're peeking like around, like literally peeking around the hallways. And at, I, I had to, I played with other people like in my ear because on PlayStation you could do like share play okay. where they can watch you play. And I'm like, I need you in my ear. So I'm not alone. This is too, this, this is too real. <laughs> but man, I mean, those experiences are so good. But yeah, it's, it's tough. I mean. It's it's a it's not it's not an easy thing to do unfortunately and I think that's that holds it back. I mean, they, there's some things. I think Oculus is really releasing the connector. I forget what it's called. One their, one of their new things is like a full wireless kind of VR headset that they're releasing this year. That it's not as high end as these other ones, but it'll kind of give you that freedom to play around and stuff. So it's it's good. Well, one one of the biggest issues that these things are gonna have is what we're seeing like with electric cars and like any electrical devices, the batteries, uh, the battery oh, yeah, technology right. is just sure. kind of not at the level that we really need it at. And then the processors are, you know, they're so advanced, but still they're not like, I mean, you, for AR, VR, uh, computing power, you need like basically a ultra gaming computer yeah. <laughs> to run the graphics from it. And it's just so much, so much to pack that in. Uh, but like one of the companies I worked with in Columbus, Ohio, um, immersive technologies, I think we've talked about it, Adam. Yeah. Um, but they do like AR augmented reality experiences. 
Um, and where they think that we're going is um, the processors in our phones. Our smartphones are going to get to the point where they're going to be able to be um, connected to one another, where you're going to use your phones as the cameras and like all of the, um, it's basically going to be like connected to each other to do like augmented reality experience. So basically like ready player one, Mm -hmm. if you watch that movie, it's going to be kind of like that where you're going to use your phones as all of the kind of viewing devices that you're looking through. So it's really interesting. I mean, it's a brave new world kind of thing. (laughs) And you know, we're, we're coming up to the end of the show now, but before we end, I was curious, is there any, games you guys are looking forward to in the next coming year or this next year i know you were talking about ghost of tsushima, ghost of tsushima. <laughs> is there anything I have to check that one out yeah now anything you guys are excited for coming up uh, i'll be honest having a yeah. seven month old baby doesn't give me too much time <laughs> to see what's coming up you surprised me here with that uh a new Pop zelda quiz. was coming out and uh, the Super Mario Maker, interestingly enough, someone just recently told me about the original one that was on so good. Wii U and how amazing that was. Um, but uh, I think that Final Fantasy VII yeah. is definitely a must. For sure. Uh, so excited. That and the Zelda. Yeah. Have you guys ever heard of Anthem or The Division 2? Yeah, those? Anthem, yeah. Yeah, Anthem's coming out, I think, tomorrow for EA Access members. And, of course, I'm in stupid California, so I can't play it. <laughs> Thanks, Jason. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, but I, I'm really excited for that just to see what's coming. And yeah, I'm excited to see the next console generation. It should be should be pretty fun. So um yeah, well guys, I think that's kinda the end of our show. But I really appreciate you filling in for good old Jack and Bill back in good old Ohio. Um and we really appreciate you coming along and you know, I want to remind everyone if you want to be a part of the show, you should send an email to podcast at thegamersadvocate.com. Once again, that's podcast at thegamersadvocate.com. And if you want to follow me on Twitter, you can follow me at Adam Bankhurst. And Jason, where can people find you? Uh, my website is thejasonflagel.com. And then you can follow me on Twitter at JJ Flagel. How do you spell that? JJ, two J's, and then F-L-E-A-G-L-E, Flagel like a bagel. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, just, I need to say it at least once. <laughs> Eitan, where can people find you if you want to give out or not? You can stay inconspicuous. In Los Angeles. <laughs> nice. Send a smoke signal. Shane, anything you want to plug? Uh, uh, nah. Uh, yes. Smoke signals work. Um, <laughs> you know. Look up in the sky. Yeah. He'll be there. We're and, just like Batman, you know. Yeah. We, we come. There you we go. show up. And yeah, I want to remind everyone to follow me on IGN. Read all my articles on there. And to, if you're in San, if you find yourself in San Francisco this weekend, come say hi to me at the Kind of Funny World Tour. And uh, we're actually going to I forget what the com- name of the comedy club is, but look up Kind of Funny um, World Tour. And we're going to a comedy club later that night. And then I will be on Kind of Funny Games Daily on fr- on Monday, February 18th at 11 a.m. Pacific. So looking forward to that and all of our adventures. And you know what? We look forward to seeing you next week. And until then. Thank you, we love you, and have a great day and or night. Bye, everyone.